Hi there, and welcome to the Becoming Fearless podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Lawrence. I'm a certified coach with a master's degree in organizational psychology and over a decade of experience coaching and developing career women like you. This is the podcast where we have a little fun and you learn how to grow in your career and skyrocket your belief of what is possible. Let me guide you to becoming fearless so you can truly have it all. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. Today's topic is a bit of a soul-crushing wake up and maybe even cry episode that is going to provide you a path forward in processing your past so it doesn't negatively affect you today. And I know we talk a lot about careers, we talk a lot about confidence building, and this whole past trauma, past dysfunctional relationships or family, it all makes up who we are. We all have some sort of negative experience that impacts the way that we are today. And that's just the way that your mind works. It's just the way that your brain is designed. Your brain is designed to keep you safe, to avoid pain, and seek pleasure. So if you're ever hurt by anyone, if you ever have a traumatic experience, then your brain is going to want to shift you from doing anything that's going to make you uncomfortable. It's going to want you to believe you can't trust people, that there is no good, that you um, have maybe a low self-esteem, maybe people that said negative things were correct, maybe that's why you don't have success in your life, all of those things. So Many, if not all of us, have had some sort of past experience that haunts us. It is something that either happened in the past that we're not able to get through and it's impacting our current reality, or maybe it's something that hasn't gone away. Maybe it's something that you're currently struggling with. Some of my clients come to me to work through this to get past it so they can finally live life on their own terms. They can live life that they created for themselves without these feelings or experiences haunting them. Whether it be a troubling relationship with family, abuse, feelings of abandonment, dealing with the effects of divorce, and so on. And let me just clarify, I am not a therapist, nor am I trained to diagnose or treat mental illness, so there is a clear line there between therapy and coaching. As a coach, I help my clients see their thinking. I help them understand how they're being held back and how they can move forward. Coaching is all about acknowledgement, processing and moving forward. I like to call it thinking, feeling, and healing. We understand how we think, how that connects to how we feel, and then we can heal. It's got a ring to it, right? So the goal for my clients is not to let their past affect them today, to empower them to make decisions that are connected with their true authentic self and not out of fear, limiting beliefs about their capabilities or low self-esteem, None of that is good for goals or wanting to accomplish big things in your life. I want them and I want you to see how amazing you are and that you do have the power to overcome your past and your thoughts about it. The clients that do this work and are open to letting go of their past and their beliefs that are keeping them stuck go on to thrive and see life beyond their hurtful past circumstances. It can really happen. Truth be told, this is a personal subject for me. I had my fair share of dysfunction growing up between my mother, who is lovely and has the biggest heart, but suffers severely from alcoholism, 
and a father who wasn't capable of being present in my life. And that created a whole slew of effects that I had to deal with well into my you know late 20s and early 30s. So I've done this work for myself and I help my clients do the same. It's one of the hardest topics to get coached on because it's so personal. It's emotional and sensitive and causes you to question your own beliefs, to think that those that hurt you differently, to let that go because these situations often have lasting effects. Abandonment issues show up in adult relationships, unhealthy ways of dealing with conflict, poor communication skills, self-loathing, inability to trust others, the list goes on. It becomes part of your identity. It's almost as though you can't entertain something different because you've coped and survived and you've done it the only way you know how. So to question that, to be willing to let it go, is hard, but it's doable. And the reward of not living under that cloud to not let your past affect those that are around you and love you so much to wake up feeling worthy and that others' choices are not indicative of your worth, that work is worth that freedom. Imagine waking up or having arguments with your partner or having something trigger you at work and not going to a place of like you don't know why you acted the way you did or you don't know why you overreacted and then the shame sets in. So for example, let's say that you had an absent parent or that I mean maybe you currently still do. When you talk about your parent being absent, you may share your memory of why your parent isn't around, how you think it's unfair that parents shouldn't be that way. You feel awful for your children if you have any who don't have a grandparent around. You think, how could someone be so heartless and not care? They're selfish. Now, if we were to ask your absent parent, they likely would have a totally different version of events. Based on their experience and their pain from their life, they may say they thought it would be better off for them to be absent, that they didn't feel worthy to be your parent. It doesn't make it hurt any less, but it does help when you start to seek that understanding. You each have your own recollection of the reality of you having an absent parent. The same would be true for your siblings and their version. This is a difficult concept to understand. It goes much deeper than everyone has an opinion or everyone has their own perspective. What helped me with this is to have an open mind and to ask out of curiosity, not judgment, what went into the person's decision and to let that answer not be a reflection of my worth. Because you know there are people that are not great people. There are people that make decisions that are awful and you don't have to agree with them. You don't have to condone it. You just have to not let it impact your self-worth and the way that you approach the world and then how you go and create goals for your life and hold yourself back because of what other people chose to do or say. Now, to protect the confidentiality of my clients, I'm talking a little bit more about my story in this episode. So an example of this is when I was growing up with my sister. My memory is I was always protecting her, that I put myself in harm's way to protect her. What's really interesting about this is I prided myself on this. This was part of my story and identity that contributed to how I thought and felt about my childhood and my relationship with her. I assumed she knew I had done this. 
I mean, it was really obvious to me, even though I never told her. And when you think about what I did, keeping her out of harm's way, protecting her from seeing or experiencing things, how would she know? Yet when I was on the phone with her a few years ago, we were reminiscing about something and somehow this came up and she said something that indicated we had the same experience, like she had to deal with the same amount of stuff that I did. And it was really triggering for me. I thought, how could she think that? I've protected her. I've always been there. I have shielded her. Do you see how this can happen? She has a different memory of the same events. My thoughts about those experiences shape how I think about myself and how I think about her and those experiences. So the story I told myself wasn't the only version and didn't need to shape all of those perceptions. And I didn't need to carry that into adulthood. Our brain is so sneaky, you guys, and it's so hard to see it from inside your own mind. Sometimes these experiences can be very painful and will bring up a lot of emotion. What I offer here is that it is your thought about that pain that is causing you to feel so awful in this moment. I know. I know things may have happened that are awful and traumatic and you didn't deserve that to happen. Today, assuming those things are not happening to you right now as you're listening to this, then it is your thought about that situation or that experience that is causing you pain today. If you had amnesia, you wouldn't be in pain anymore. Your past wouldn't be harming you today. It's because you wouldn't be thinking about it. You wouldn't remember. If you can agree with me on that, You can see it's your thoughts about the memory that are affecting you today and causing you pain today. I'm not saying there are not residual effects of these types of negative experiences. And I'm not saying that you should have had an experience where it is some sort of, you know, abandonment, abuse, neglect, whatever it is. And that once it's over, you should just be over it. I'm not saying that. I'm saying this is something that is keeping you stuck so many years later, if this is something that you don't feel you need to work through with a therapist, but it is preventing you from making goals, it's preventing you from seeing what's possible in your life, it's preventing you from speaking up, from being confident because you have your mom's voice in your head, your dad's voice in your head, someone else's voice in your head telling you that you shouldn't. That's your brain's job trying to keep you safe and that's your brain's job trying to prevent pain. It's trying to prevent the same thing from happening again. And so we need to separate that so that you can see that you are not in that risk anymore. We punish ourselves by staying stuck. What happened in the past isn't happening now. I have a lot of painful memories about events that occurred as a child with both of my parents. Continuing to think of them in a way that something was done to me and the hurt keeps me stuck. Instead, I choose to look at these situations with empathy for my own healing, for my own growth, and say that I believe they did the best they could. Believing they did the best they could frees me. There may be a different thought that works for you. Based on your specific situation, that thought might not work for you. But I want you to consider just the possibility, just being open to the idea that you can think feel and heal today 
for something that happened in your past and you can stop letting it preventing you from moving forward. It might always be there. You might always have some sort of like lingering pain from an experience. You might, if let's say you had an, um, uh, a parent who abandoned you, you, when you think about your parent, may also feel a little bit of sadness in your heart. But what I teach you is how to not let that stop you from moving forward by looking at the thoughts that you're having and looking at how we can overcome those things that are keeping you stuck so that you can move forward despite the pain, despite the stuff that's happened in the past. So I want you to consider this as good news. You have the power to separate facts from the story, to look at your thoughts and ultimately change the way you feel about these awful past experiences. Again, it doesn't condone or make okay the things that have happened in your past. All I'm saying and all I'm suggesting is that it is possible for you to look at those, dissect them, look at how they're holding you back, and choose which ones you want to keep. If there are thoughts that are not serving you, if there are things that are holding you back in your life, you can choose to let those thoughts go. And it is possible when you are unable to move forward, when your past circumstances, whether it be a bad relationship, parent, divorce, or abuse, that when you make this mean something terrible about you, when you think this is who you are, someone who isn't lovable, someone who gets abused, someone who gets what she gets, it keeps you in pain. And I want to help you get out of that painful state. I want to help you leave the past in the past. Accepting what has happened and choosing to move forward is not condoning it. I'm saying it again because this is a very sensitive topic. We are talking about this to get you past your past, to not let these painful experiences stop you from living the life you want, from having the relationships you want, to not sabotage what you want for yourself. I mean, parents, they are complicated relationships, my friends. Like so many people sabotage good marriages, good relationships because they are so distraught with pain from things that have happened with their parents. And I want to be able to help you reclaim your power as an individual and to claim the power to know that you can think about things differently. You can open your mind to just be able to understand how your thoughts are creating your results in your current situation. I want you to be able to stop hurting yourself by reliving these experiences and emotionally abusing yourself. I want you to be able to stop giving power to these people to influence the way that you think, the way you feel, and the way you treat yourself and other people. Some of the way you're thinking about this is what you choose to focus on. You know I like to talk about how the brain works. So I'm going to tell you again, the brain wants to keep you safe. It's totally normal and understandable to focus on the negative in these experiences because you don't want them to ever happen again. You don't want to have another difficult conversation with your mother. You don't want to feel rejected. So you keep reminding yourself it could happen with her, with others. It could happen with anyone. So then you close yourself off and all the walls go up. 
if I were to ask you to only focus on the positive, if I were to say, tell me about your life, only sharing the positive experiences, it would focus your brain on the positive. Whatever you choose to focus on, you can choose. You just might have to override that factory setting. 80% of our thoughts are negative. We have like 50,000 thoughts scrolling through our mind in a day and 80 or 80% of those are negative. That is where your brain is going because it is trying to protect you. So you have to intentionally search and seek and validate the positive. Now I understand that some of you listening may be having an aha moment and others may be having a repulsive reaction. How could I suggest there was anything positive when you had an awful upbringing that I know nothing about. I get it. I really do. I'm suggesting focusing on the things that didn't work takes away from all the things that did. There are always other circumstances that could be worse or different, and others could feel their pain is the worst pain. I'm not trying to discount your pain. I'm not condoning people who are hurtful to you. I'm asking you to question yourself if the way you are thinking and feeling now is serving you. If you are still in pain and there isn't a diagnosis that would prevent you from thinking differently, I am asking you to ask yourself, what are you focusing on? And is there a way that you can think of this situation and the person or people differently? You get to decide what you want to focus on, how you want to think about the person and what you make it mean. You can choose to leave the painful parts in the past. Now, I'm not going to leave you empty-handed here. So here are some prompts you can use to think about your past, to allow yourself to think, feel, and heal. So think back to the experience that is causing you pain. Write out the experience as you remember it. Try to separate facts from your opinion. What are the things that all 7.5 billion people would agree with? Those are the things that are your facts. Everything else is a story. It's subjective. It's your opinion. It's your perspective. What do you believe about your life? What do you believe about yourself? How has your past helped you get where you are today? What lessons have you learned? What do you want to believe about the situation or person? What do you want to believe about yourself? How has your thinking about this situation protected you? How has it hurt you or those around you? What do you want to change? I am sending you so much love right now. If this is something that you're struggling with, I understand how painful and raw it can feel. It can even feel out of control. Like you do and say things you don't even understand sometimes. Know that you are enough, you are loved, and that you are here to do the work on yourself. You are capable of growth and healing. If you have any questions about this topic or would like some help thinking, feeling, and healing, you can reach out to me through my website at www.melissamlawrence.com. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.